Welcome to the Career Wanderlust podcast, your compass for new career horizons. Today, we are speaking with Suzanne Block. Suzanne is a public relations and communications specialist working closely with clients to develop meaningful campaigns, elevate visibility, and align with business objectives for the most impact. Now, after spending years moving up through the ranks of award-winning public relations firms such as Person Marsteller and Bateman Group, before becoming VP and head of West Coast Operations for the Merit Group, Suzanne decided to branch off and form her own marketing and communications agency, Shape and Scale. Shape and Scale now successfully focuses on elevating growth for B2B SaaS and technology companies. And I'm really excited to learn more. Suzanne, thank you for joining us on the Career Wanderlust podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's a delight to be here. I love it. And now, please, could you share with us what you feel has been some of your favorite career advice and why? Yes. So note that I, I think it's important for this piece of advice, but I think it translates. So I started in a public relations agency environment, and that's so different from other organizations or even even other professions mm-hmm. where everyone in an agency is technically in the same career. But they're at different stages in their career, right? Yeah. So you're in a more traditional like in-house communications or public relations role. There may be one or two comms people, maybe more depending on the size of the organization. But then you're working with a social media person and maybe a writer and maybe a digital marketer, all of these other people within marketing and communications. But in a public relations agency environment, you're with people at all stages of their career, but in their same career. And so the main piece of advice I got entering into that environment was be a sponge. Absorb everything that you possibly can. It doesn't matter if it's like an informal water cooler chat or you're sitting in in a presentation with like a partner or a vice president at your firm. Absorb as much as you possibly can because they're in the same role as you. You will be looking in their direction several years from now in their role, in their shoes. And that was so helpful for me because it just meant my eyes were open, my ears were open, through every activity, every email I was CC'd on, I was just kind of learning and absorbing and seeing what I could get out of that and learn. And I feel like that can translate to other professions. Of course, it's not quite the same as like public relations agency, but being a sponge still today is so important for me and the way that I'm doing my job and how I'm learning and how I'm absorbing information that my clients are telling me. Maybe it's not always relevant directly to my role, but it translates. So no. I love this advice so much. It is so spot on. And every single, you're right, every single person can teach you. Every single person there can give you such valuable information. And I wonder how many people are actually going through life with that realization and acting like a sponge. So thank you for sharing that. So everyone who hears that, I I hope they move forward with their days being a sponge every step of the way because there's so much. They're learning what not to do. You know, sitting in a meeting is important. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't like the way that person is talking or I don't like the direction they're giving or the way that they're making people feel. I don't want to do that. I don't want to emulate my style after that. That's just as valuable. Oh, very much so. I completely agree. Completely agree. Thank you. And now what about a story? You know, I love stories. So is there a story you could share of something that happened in your own career that had a big impact on you? What did you learn from it and how could hearing your story help other people? Yeah, this one was really tough for me to think through and just like, what is a good story that I can share? So this is more around work-life balance. Mm -hmm. So 
Earlier in my career, I felt like I was really just kind of grinding, like trying to prove myself, trying to get that next promotion or get visibility with executive teams, like really just trying to kind of raise, go up that corporate ladder, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I was trying so hard and often getting frustrated by this personality or by this client or, you know, this person standing in my way, what have you. And I'll never forget, I was dating my boyfriend then, now husband. So I was able to kind of keep him around. But I'll never forget, like we were on a walk one day after work and I'm just kind of venting about my work day and some of those frustrations I was having. And and he was just like, you know, like I really support you and I support your career and I support all of the work that goes into it. But it just feels like you're bringing such negativity into our conversations like after work on the weekends and it's like making me tense like I'm crunching up just hearing you talk about work and hearing you talk about your own frustration and it was just this light bulb moment for me in the way that I personally approach work-life balance of course it is not always easy to leave your work at work right like we're we're all realists and I'm a small business owner now so it's even harder Mm -hmm. but there was something about just like general attitude, the way that I approach work, the way that I approach frustrations, how I can then maybe solve some of that frustration on my own and not bring it into my personal life. It was just such a light bulb moment for me. Like I needed someone to say that to me yeah. to like view work a little bit differently moving forward. And I'm mm. carrying that with me. And what did you, what did you find that helped you? I mean, you know, cause you said that you found some things that kind of helped you leave that when you move from one to the other. What, what, has helped. Yeah. So not quite as applicable anymore, although I do have a solution. Then it was pre-pandemic. So I was using my commute, using my commute to like sort it through and let it go or like make a note for myself for the next day, follow up on this thing, or maybe ask for help on this problem, Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. Just like using your commute to like de-stress and then leave it there. Now, because I work from home, I always go for a walk after work, no matter what. Like when I'm done for the day, I go for a walk and I use that same kind of like time to unwind and and just detach. Um, and I will say also just like walking, movement, listening to things, like listening to podcasts, like actually creating physical space, physical time and space between work and my personal life has helped a lot. Oh, that's really, really good advice. Yes, having that physical... And just taking that time to de- decompress. I know I've done that. And something that helped me in that, because I do the same with a nice walk, right? And that little yeah. bit of time of decompression was this picturing it as luggage almost, right? This is work luggage in my head. And I would picture it as work luggage. And I would picture myself putting it down <laughs> and that. leaving it there for the next day. <laughs> so, and just picking up the baggage for what I needed for that night. <laughs> so, I love that. And then, like a lot of us were still work from home and like it's not always as easy as just to shut your laptop and walk away. Like I have caught myself making dinner, still sending that email, going back, you know, like absolutely. It happens. It happens. But I really, really like that visual of luggage. Like I don't want to be carrying that luggage around with me all night. Why would I? It's yeah. heavy. It's uncomfortable. It's not purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. And you can pick it up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's really helpful. Yeah. So this is great. Now, I would love to hear a little bit about shape and scale. You know, tell us about what you do. What, what, do, we, what do you do well? What do you what do you look for? Who, who do you want to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So shape and scale is a consultancy that I started with my business partner, Pasha Irashad, who's based in Washington, D.C. I'm in Minneapolis. So the, the name 
we help companies shape their message and then we help them scale. So I am all about the shaping. And so I'm in communications and public relations. I help companies differentiate. I help them um, with brand awareness. Um, I help them kind of crisp up their message mm-hmm. in order to get out into the market and uh, create the brand that they're looking to emulate, essentially. Then Pasha is more on the digital marketing and even revenue operations side. So he is really focusing on marketing and sales, the, co- the connection between them, how to marry them more efficiently, and how to really um, connect marketing to revenue, which is a huge item. Yeah. So together, we shape and scale companies. We like to work together as like a cohesive you know, marketing, communications, sales strategy. Our target is typically B2B SaaS companies. I would say the seed between seed funding and like Series C is usually our sweet spot. There's there's give and take on either side of that. But we don't always work together. Like he's a HubSpot certified partner. So he's working on HubSpot projects a lot. I'm working when clients just are looking for public relations. So we're kind of on all different directions, but ideally we do like to work together in that cohesive package of shaping and scaling. Yeah. And we're, I love that you're, you're working to both of your strengths, <laughs> Make, making it work in the right ways. That's yeah. right. So, well, before you go, Suzanne, I would love to know, is there something that you've read, listened to, watched, something that had a positive impact on your life that you think could benefit other people? Absolutely. I have a couple of recommendations. So I'm, I mentioned already I'm big on walks. So I'm an audiobook gal and mm. even a podcast gal. So I'm just referencing a note. I want to make sure I get the attributions correctly. For business owners, I have loved the book Traction, Getting a Grip on Your Business by Gino Wickman. Oh. That's been incredibly helpful for Pasha and myself with Shave and Neil and um, ident- identifying where we sit in the market, what our business plan is, like just getting a little bit more organized for our services business. For general business, I I loved the book called Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as If Your Life Depended on It by Michael Kramer. Fascinating book. He is a former FBI hostage negotiator and like translates all of that to business and how to negotiate and how to communicate where your intentions are versus where the other person's intentions are. Absolutely fascinating. Love that book. And then on the fun side, I'm an armchair expert podcast listener. So their fans are called armchairies. I love armchair experts. So massive, massive fan. It's Dak Shepard and Monica Padman. And they're such a fun duo together. My Really great conversations. So highly recommend that podcast. I, I hadn't heard that podcast. So I'm going to check that out. That sounds like a lot of fun. And that, those books sound really interesting, especially that FBI expert one. I'm excited to check that out. Yeah, oh. never split the difference. It was fascinating. Oh, thank you. Thank you for good suggestions. Well, Suzanne, this has been wonderful. I appreciate you joining us on the Career Wonderlist podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on the Career Wanderlust podcast. If you find value in learning from others, give us a like and subscribe. If you're looking to grow your communications, marketing, public relations, or sales and biz dev team with the best talent and quickly, check us out at paradigmstaffing.com and submit a request. We are wishing you a most successful and fulfilling career. Until next time.